Alright, here goes nothing. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, excuse me for last week. I, I'm being honest, I wasn't really too sure what I was going to do last week. I think I just ended up being overwhelmed through a bunch of different responsibilities. So by the time that it came down to it, I wasn't uh, particularly ready to have a... Um, to have an outline up for, for something to do last week. Here we are today. And actually, give me a sec. Okay, excuse me, I had to close my window. So for today, um, I figured we'd do a little bit of a catch-up for myself. Um, and then also have some future events that I would like to share. I know I've actually had quite a bit of a presence across different, um, across some different social medias, dating app platforms. Uh, and so it's come to my attention that I might have expanded my audience a little bit. So if this is the first, first one since you've heard about me, welcome in. Um, I honestly suggest... <laughs> <clears throat> starting off with some of the, the earlier podcasts in this collection um so as i think i think you'll get a better idea as to how the flow of ideas have gone throughout uh this presentation on through po podcast material so today we'll start off with talking about things that i've done probably in oh well in within the past two weeks and so <clears throat> so I ended up doing a, um, I did that San Francisco trip and then right away I had to start work at T-Mobile and it's been a great time so far. I've in the first two weeks or sorry, the first week in specifically the first week, I ended up going to a couple social events that were hosted by the company. I was invited by my team to go and do those things and they were opportunities for me to showcase a little more of my extroverted behavior. However, I just ended up, I think at both of them, just not really saying too much. I mean, what are you supposed to talk about when you're the, <laughs> when it's your second and your third, fourth day at just being at these social events and being a new hire? Um, I think some people could come up with like a large list of that, but the age variation between myself and a lot of the other people there is quite large. You have people who are senior level, <clears throat> senior level people, whether in management or analyst positions or um, even engineers. And it's I go up to them and I don't really know <laughs> what, what would be like worthwhile dialogue to them, because the problems that I face is usually outletted through this platform where i at least know that to some degree if you're coming into this podcast you have some ideas to through the at least like the the way i titled the, the podcast like what's supposed to be talked about um and not everyone's necessarily passionate about that people have their own families for the most part i would consider a large amount of the people there are in the older demographic um and they have <clears throat> they have families to go back home to, but obviously, since I'm starting out, I don't have much to I don't have much to contribute to what those guys have to say. Um, so, yeah, we ended up doing 
um, we ended up doing like some social event where we went out to this lab um, on my second day and we got to see like all the T-Mobile stuff and that's like in experimental phases um, not ready in production yet so it's been pretty interesting to see how those uh, how those or I guess what the company's working on we got to see a couple different drones too so that was pretty cool um, on Thursday I ended up going to like a company wide day off sort of it's like a social event across across the nation. So everywhere, um, everywhere with like corporate work or corporate offices had like a day off to go do something. Ugh. There was some place in Kansas. Yeah, we have a corporate office in Kansas and I think Texas too. And one of those one of those guys over there ended up going to Top Golf. Man, I love Top Golf. <laughs> so, um, what else is new? I think in terms of like my stress, I wasn't doing that bad. Um, I know last week, like I had a lot on my plate because I had family coming over in the nighttime as well. So those guys came over on, I think, Saturday night or Sunday night. And so that, that was pretty much why I had to step away from doing the podcast last week. Unfortunately, nobody else had uh, something else planned, but we will have a music review planned in the future um alan has one conjured up and i i think we're just waiting on the outline at this point i don't i don't actually know the band that he's referencing um i just know the genre is supposed to be metal i also have my own music review that i might be doing but it's gonna be in the realm of the league of legends game um and so like that whole brand has a like has a story behind each of the characters and they've come out with like musical content which is incredible and sometimes they do performances at uh world events national events um that have some like contextual meaning to um being a summoner <laughs> which is what they call players in the game so yeah so I'd be I'd be looking forward to that in the future. One of the one of the more recent um, songs that came up in uh, in the League of Legends sphere is actually from one of one of the um, one of the artists that I respect a lot and has worked together with my favorite artist, Maddie and um, Porter Robinson came out with something that uh i've listened to a lot within the past week so yeah well we'll have all that coming in the future um for today we were going to talk about dating and i guess some context as to why this is becoming a um like a topic again is because i think i've reinvolved myself in the dating world but not necessarily with the mindfulness of uh like a relationship per se i think it's i think the dating sphere has really changed for me in particular and the way that i kind of review like previous stories and different works of of visual art that describe like videos videos and movies that describe like how the dating realm is supposed to work there's supposed to be like a pretty linear track if not like guaranteeable track that you'll find like a relationship um, and so far, my dating app experiences as of recently has been not very linear at all. <laughs> uh, 
And I think if I really wanted to find a relationship, I could settle for someone who I could take advantage of someone who wanted a relationship specifically um, without really taking a look at the variables that predict long-term success for a successful relationship. Instead, if I really wanted to, I could force a relationship with very little predictors of success, and that's just not meaningful to me. Um, but that also brings up another point, which is like, why do I feel like I know what the predictors of success of a relationship success even is, right? And part of the dating app setup um, is like this promise that you're able to filter through different preferences that you might have. Um, I know with Hinge, since I've used that pretty exclusively within the past couple months, um, you can filter by ethnicity, you can filter by like height, um, and there's all these other different dimensions that you can filter by in order to get the exact dimensions of what you'd want this person to fit under. Um, and that is going to be and, and in your mind when you're making these choices about who to filter out, you're subconsciously thinking that these different variables are going to lead to a successful relationship, which isn't necessarily the case. But um, I know for me, like I'm definitely guilty of having preferences within my relationship or within like my dating profiles. Um namely since I, i'll be shameless about it but uh, actually i'll be shameful <laughs> after after announcing them myself but um for me i like asian women right um like i have dated like white women in the past i've dated a black woman um i've dated asian women too so you know i've had a whole mix and for whatever reason my preferences lead to like i'd if i'd like to choose to look at someone it'd be like an asian person um and that's not to say that i didn't really dislike my experiences with the other ethnicities that i've had uh, a relationship with it's just the highest predictor of success for me to swipe right and have that kind of positive engagement with the app is when i see an asian woman which you know, I'm shrug I'm shrugging right now because that's <laughs> that it kind of looks like I'm racist, which I don't know. I think your dating preferences are exclusive from like the discrimination effect because you get to be choosy about who you want to be like romantically involved with. So <sighs> anyhow. Um but yeah, I've I've taken I've taken up Hinge. Um, I've deleted my Hinge profile. And part of the reason why is because I wasn't getting like a whole lot of interaction with with people. Um, and whether or not like those people were active on on the app or maybe like they're more towards the end of their cycle where they get recycled, like their profile gets recycled or not shown anymore. Um, yeah, it could have it could have been that as well. But you know, for the most part, I don't feel like I have that little to actually show for. It's like if someone takes a look at me and takes a look at my my profile pictures in particular, like, yeah, I didn't I didn't cater my pictures to be necessarily the hottest to make me look the hottest that I could be, which, you know, that that whole dating app problem is a problem in of itself. Like I tried to tend or I tr 
I tend to show my personality more through the dialogue that I portray on my profile. And so when people take a look at me, I imagine that they're taking a look at both the pictures, which have more of a modest, um, modest perspective to them, but also taking a look at perhaps the dialogue and the, the text that I actually write for my profile. I think they get to, I get, I think they get to experience this, um, more personal reading, um, or sorry, this more personal connection when they read my, uh, like perhaps the prompts that I respond to. But yeah, I think for the most part, dating apps are used differently between men and women. Um, and that's a very generic statement, so I'll, I'll make it more specific for myself. I think people don't use dating apps the same way I do. And in terms of my own experience with using them, I go on there with the belief that one day I might have like a really good connection with someone. Someone that I can be confident that I would want to start like a romantic relationship with who would also respect me and think that I have good predictors of success for a successful relationship with them. Um, the problem is, is that you're very humbled to the fact immediately after and even over long periods of time. Like there's this idea that you can find someone on the Internet. But in fact, the more you use it, the less likely the more information you gather suggesting the opposite. So that the people on the internet don't necessarily look at you the same way as like someone with good predictions for success. And I think the people who do get to experience that is a very limited amount of, of males in particular. Um, for women, I think the average, uh, the average looking female probably gets uh, a lot more attention than the average looking male does. So there's a difference in how people experience the app depending on what sex they're correlated with, um, which is also revealing of how people are choosy of or what preferences go into when someone swipes on someone else. So I think it's revealing for women to be looking specifically at the most attractive guys, physically attractive guys. And for men, it's usually the average looking of women um, is who gets the like the most engagement from that. And so my whole model when it comes to that I described earlier about my own dating profile um, is completely in the wrong because I use modest pictures. They're not great pictures. They show me, right? Like they, they do its job in showing what I look like, but they don't actually do well in showing like personality behind the photo. Like there's people out there who go and actually take photos of themselves for dating apps or, or just like their social media platform. Thank God that your dating app it, to some degree is similar to how a social media profile is supposed to look like. It's like those match up pretty linearly in terms of if you can do it well, you'll probably get like more engagement with outside users. And so I'm not much of a social media guy, so <laughs> no. I don't really play the game that much. And 
if I were to get pictures of myself, it'd be specifically for like the dating app itself and not so much for other social media outlets. I don't really post because I don't feel like I need to. I mean, who's going to look at it, right? Like, what am I going to post about? Am I going to post about my, my, <laughs> my passions? Speaking of which, I actually have a gaming PC right behind me that just needs RAM. And I need to install the OS on top of a thumb drive. But yeah, so that's actually coming up. So if there, were, if there was anything for me to post, it would probably be that. It took me around like eight hours to get that whole thing together between um, people in my house currently. So yeah, it's, it's a great time. But in terms of like passions that I would be posting, I, I wouldn't have too much to post. And at that point, that's not even me that I'm posting about either. It's like the profile pictures that you need to have on a dating app should be you but i don't have like the egotistical mindset to be saying like i need pictures of me right now in this specific place and i need some photographer who's great at what they do to capture the perfect shot of me i'm not like that but other people are and i think they they do very well on on these apps so um yeah, so I'm out here on dating apps thinking that my personality is really going to shine. And the personality is all within like the text that I've uh, that I put in there. And I think some people appreciate that. Um, there are people out there who are more on the intellectual side who can engage with the, the personality that I've portrayed. And I think they'll have some gauge as to whether or not they're on the same level as me. And so I think when you interact with someone, you want to have some confidence, as much confidence as you can to believe that the person you're engaging with can reciprocate some of the ideas that you're able to put forward. And so for me, for me and my profile, I get like a little bit of engagement through different people. I've, tr I've recently tried this app called the Boo app. And if you haven't given it a try, I think you might, I think, I think it's worth the try is what I'm trying to say. I think if you wanted to go out and try the new app, you could definitely do it. Um, the idea behind it is that you, it's like a social media platform where you get to ask like some philosophical questions. And I, I use hand quotes when I say philosophical because it's a pretty subjective word to what people want to describe their intellectual content. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you would like to try it, go for it. I've gotten a lot of engagement from it with some very intelligent people. There are people out there across the world. There's not a whole lot of users, which is why I mentioned across the world. There's a lot of users <laughs> in different parts of the, different parts of the planet, in different countries. Um, and it has like a translation feature so you're able to get like all groups of people unlimited by or not limited by the language that you speak so you get to talk about talk to people about like what you're passionate about and how you think about different situations you get to portray your salt problem solving perspectives um so i think it's a great thing I've had a lot of great time or a lot of good times on there. So, and it's possible that most people listening to that now, to this now, probably has, um, probably has seen my profile and that's probably why they're there. 
why they're, why they're here. <sighs> okay. Okay, so I had this conversation with a couple people so far, and it's about, like, there's these problems on these dating apps where you have a, a bunch of different people going to this pool of profiles that you get to search through, some of which are looking specifically for friends, like exclusively for friends. Then you have other people who are looking for, like, short-term dating. Um, and for as someone who's looking for more of a long-term permanent kind of... A relationship with someone else it's it's disappointing and kind of tedious for me to be sorting through these kinds of people the problem <laughs> the problem that i say or the problem with that whole um, stance my stance in particular is that like most everyone <laughs> that's in this discord right now is from like some form of a dating app so yeah it's it's uh it's not so great that I have that stance to begin with, but um, I've been I've made like a whole lot of friends from from these apps and they're real connections. I'm proud to be like affiliated with them. Um, and I think they're also happy to be affiliated with me. And so. Like, I'm totally fine for finding more friends like that, but out of the thousands of people I've swiped on, only about like 10 of them have stand, stood out. And I've like stuck around, which is the, which is like the unfortunate part. Like not everyone's going to be your friend or be like a, be someone that's going to stick around you for a long time. But at least you're finding those people on these apps and in the short quantities that they do come by through. So, um, but that leaves the question if dating apps are probably more likely to find friends then statistically speaking, if I found like 10 like lifelong friends from these dating apps, what are the odds that I'm gonna find a relationship? And so far it's been pretty close to none. And I don't think I've found, I don't think I've successfully found a relationship through a dating app yet. And I, I don't know who has. Um, I, well, okay, that's not true. My cousin has, but she's a woman. And the female <laughs> female experience is much different from the male. Um, I'd like to think I'm decent looking. Like I, I feel like I'm on the average scale. I'm like slightly above. Usually, I think I, I don't know. I, I think my weight also plays a large part of it, too. I think last year I looked great, but I just never took any pictures, nor was I really looking at the time either. I think that's also something that I need to talk about is the shift in my own attitude towards like dating. I don't actually need to be dating someone. I think it'd be nice to have a relationship with someone else who would genuinely care about me and that I could genuinely care for. I think if you're looking at that mutually, then then you're t already anticipating the responsibility of holding like a healthy relationship. Um, and so I think it's something I can manage. Um, especially now where I'm, when I'm not in school, considering that I might go back to school in the future. But as of right now, I think I'm in a pretty sweet spot. My responsibility is limited to just, um, to just working and that's okay. So, but I think as of last year, I was super focused on like focusing on me, but I, I think I could also draw 
a lot of that inspiration for focusing on me if I was with someone else. You know, I, I'd like to see, I'd like to experience being able to hold a romantic relationship and tend to the responsibilities that I'm obligated to do and focus on myself. So, you know, I think that'd be a new experience that I'd be willing to try. It's just unfortunate that I don't have anywhere to look to get that happening. Like, I, I went to... Actually, let, let me finish my thought first, and then I'll get back to what I was just about to say. So, the thought of if dating apps are great for friends, then how do you actually find, like, dating partners? Because it's, it's pretty clear to me that, like, it's discouraging to be on there. And that's someone who's been a part of, like, the dating app realm for, like, the last five-ish years. So, it's like, if I'm not getting... If I'm not getting like the kind of engagement that I'm looking for, then, and I can't find the right person either, then what am I supposed to do? Um, and so I had, I had asked uh, Alon last night and he was, uh, we were talking about like, where do you find friends? Because clearly finding friends is like <laughs> a different process in a different strategy for finding like dating romantic partners um and so excuse me my my cat's getting mad at me give me two seconds Okay, well, my cat was yelling at me to, to go out, and uh, she saw the other cat right, on the, right next to my door and just turned right around. Anyways, so I asked Alon how to find friends, and he said to go out and like pursue your hobbies. And I think through the hobbies, you can find similar-minded friends who enjoy at least at the very least enjoy the same hobbies as you do um so having that shared experience would would be a great way to find friends um and then i had asked like how do you find like dating romantic partners and if you can find them through the same way and um i don't know if i necessarily portrayed the question like that but where my mind is taking me is that you're able to find romantic partners through the hobbies that you like. Um, and so for a long time, I think I knew about that and I would play games a lot. And um, I have been on this app called Kippo that is specific for like dating and gamers. It's also used for finding friends, but um, it's more of like a gaming hobby um, platform that you can share at least at the very least that same hobby with other users on there like you can have some kind of confidence that they're going to be like a gamer like you the only problem is is that there's different levels of like a gaming or like a gamer and so you got like gaming gamers <laughs> i'm just kidding 
but you got you got people who do like casual gaming so they do like some single player stuff or they're on like a console and they do like story mode stuff you've got other people on there who mention that they've played games in the past like maybe they did maybe they played like some nintendo 64 stuff back from like 2000s right um, and then you have more of the modern competitive gamer crew, which do like multiplayer games, team-based games, uh, Valorant, League of Legends, CSGO, Overwatch, whatever. You got all these different types of gamers that, um, that from what I understand, have like different involvement with like gaming as a hobby. And so even though Kipple promise that's supposed to be revolved around like gaming as a hobby doesn't actually guarantee that every user on there games the same way that I do. And so it's discouraging to see that some people on there that I need to swipe on don't actually take gaming to the same level that I do. And I mean, say what you, I don't really want to, believe i'm like that much of a no life when it comes to gaming i think i play games and it's it's a great time like I, I like the competitive aspect of it and um you know i like solving problems the same way that games can portray problems and have solutions that differ in outcomes when it comes to the game so you know it's just a it's just a fun hobby that i like to relax and you know spend spend time on because it fulfills different dimensions of needs that I would want. But not everyone is like that. So it, it's hard to, you know, at some point in time when you're go, like swiping through people, you get a realization of how alienating it is to see the population of people who don't take gaming the same way that you do. But it is also refreshing to see who does. And so um, at that point in time, when you make that balancing rearrangement of, okay, do I, do I sit with someone who plays like story player games on console? You know, am I going to open myself up to people like that who don't like take gaming to that same level that I do? Um, and so there's realizations along the way and not even just for like the hobbies that you, do. well, actually, yes, for hobbies that you do. Um, you can take a look at other people and you know try to build a like a connection off of the hobbies that you do but perhaps you take the hobbies much differently than the other person does and i i think depending on how you view the relationship in that way or like what you how you take that information to the next step can either be um maybe you don't want to involve yourself with them anymore or you kind of accept the fact that the differences are there but at least there's some like grounding uh, similarities in your relationship with said other person so um but i think in the very recent time or in the in the very very recent um dating realizations i think i've come to the conclusion that perhaps it's not the hobbies that are a necessity to having a connection i think depending on how you engage with other people you can be okay that the hobbies don't need to be intersectional with you and the other person so like you can have passions for something but depending on how you you deal with those differences with 
maybe someone else who doesn't value that same passion or perhaps it's the other way around they have a passion that you don't you can take a look at that and just respect it and i think you can build relationships off of that or you can have the kind of guarantee that goes with finding friends that share the same hobby and so <sighs> yeah there's that i think in the past it used to be very picky about only finding people who play like multiplayer and co-op team team games um because they had like the same level of dedic they had like the same competitive dedication to to playing that there's like some element of the repetition but also um evolving in the or growing in the skill cap for those different games so nowadays i think it's i think i've broadened up to where i can confidently say that the hobbies don't need to intersect i just want to find someone else who can be like as intellectual um which is obviously subjective but you know someone who has the process to understanding new things and talking about them in a meaningful manner to both myself and them so which i think is the new shift in hobbies right it's like gaming is such a niche thing and i think before i also wanted someone who could like speak intellectually to me as well but now i've kind of drifted off on the gaming intersectionality requirement and now more towards just you know can we can we get more of the fundamentals down and can i find someone through those um less restrictive requirements uh what are some better ways to find romance i don't know past spencer that's kind of weird it's like it's strange i've taken a look at some people and how they do how they do like relationships right or how they how they engage with like dating some people just do it in the moment uh, i think if you like openly ask someone out that you see like on the street maybe that's the maybe that's the real strategy you know people are so over like these dating apps and the tedious and non non um what's the word <laughs> they don't get anything out of it rather like they, they don't actually have any rewards or um outcomes sorry they don't have any outcomes from using like dating apps so you know the discouragement is all there so you know it's better to just try and engage with someone in the moment when you see them there and that's perhaps maybe your best chance of success but there's also this other message that's being passed around which is like say if i were to engage with someone um uh, actually namely i saw someone today who had very pretty nails she was asian short and she looked great you know i saw her like at this boba place that i was <laughs> i was getting fries from <laughs> i was getting boba and fries from and you know i i had the opportunity to say like hey would you want to you know learn about each other more or you know engage in that kind of like dialogue it's like opening up the opportunity for someone else to say yes or no to like have the rejection or whatnot and you know i think some people in the moment might be too stressed out or perhaps even <laughs> um humbled or grateful that the opportunity came that way it's just it's just hard on it's hard to understand what the other person might interpret that as especially when there's so much so much talk about 
unwanted attention at the workplace. It's like, you know, that person's just trying to so serve Boba and, you know, get money from me, right? Like, what what's the point in me just trying to ask, like, a... To me, it's a harmless question, but for others, it's not so harmless. It's like, how do you how do you engage in that conversation when the obvious intent for why people are there and like working there is to to get money? It's like they didn't ask for the added um, the added experience of getting asked out. So, but who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll give that experience a try and just be like. I don't know. I'll have to generate a plan to, to see how I how I can ask someone out in person. But yeah, it's like one of those in the moment um, dating opportunities, I guess. It's like it could lead to something. It could not. It's just a question. It's the worst they can say. No, they could say you. But I think a lot of the hesitancy that I had before was the fact that I also knew that what they were doing was just doing their job. So maybe maybe someone else has like some some input for how that's supposed to go or like perspective to share to discourage that <laughs> discourage that negative uh, thought process. Because who knows, right? If you're a guy and you have to and you see someone charming like and you would like to engage further with that person on a more personal level like what do you do since a lot of people are steering away from like in-person asking or maybe that's just me i know there's some other people um who are probably uncomfortable with sharing their intentions with someone that they find pretty so but i think like in person might be the actual strat you'll be able to have that like direct feedback right away and who knows maybe it might work maybe you have a better chance at having it work instead okay um i know a while back and i'm trying to also wrap this up by the way like i wanted to keep this one short i didn't want to like kill myself <laughs> while i was doing today's podcast i wanted to keep it short because i didn't have i didn't have a whole lot to say um one of the questions on the outline is why does the internet have horrible answers for finding romance um and so not only did i ask alon about like how how do you find friends and how do you find like a romantic partner and are those the same thing um i ended up asking the internet over it and part of the answers that they said was like do it in person you know do it in a dating app and so like these are all answers that you probably heard anyways um but if you're really looking for a relationship you're discouraged with all these answers except well and some of the answers are more demanding on your persona than others would so if you're doing some like in-person asking out it'd be hard to well, I, there's like a huge obstacle that you need to overcome, confidence obstacle that you need to overcome when doing that. So, but like some of the answers also included like go out to a singles, singles event, which doesn't actually guarantee you anything. And when you even look up singles event, there's all of them are paid. You have to, or rather you have to pay for them. Um, you have to look around 
for you know, there's no guarantee that you get anything out of it either so so it's all like situational to who goes and maybe the next time that you go there's going to be a different set of people that are there none of which are the right ones for you either so you know it's all like it's all situational it all sucks um oh i guess a question that i did have that i just came up with um it's not in the outline is like how do you how do you deal with people from across the world is it feasible to have a relationship with someone in a different country um because knowing all these factors right it's like why would you limit yourself to just the locality of the the pool um just in your area why won't you why wouldn't you choose to be with someone who's like across the country um, and, and especially if you have the financial side of things taken care of, would, would you want to go live with someone from across the world if you think that that's going to be, if you think that they have the, like, the, bit, the highest predictors of success out of everyone you've ever seen? So it's like, how willing are you to date someone like that? Um, and I've considered it, but it, it's hard to see through like the feasibility part of trying to have a relationship work either long distance or up until it becomes a not long distance relationship um so it's, it's just like an added discouraging factor to that relationship but you know some people make it work i don't know if i can really do that though uh, why is the truth about like finding people so hard to find? And there's a lot of people who generate a lot of bullshit answers, but there is actually people who I think portray the truth pretty pretty well, which is dating is hard. Um, and finding someone who really fits your ideal image of what a relationship should look like is um, is difficult. But also part of the problem is your restrictions on who could fit that role but also like okay i said that wrong the requirements are also a part of the problem it's like we've also been giving this given this information or this perception this idea that on dating apps you can filter out different people to have the best chances of success with someone who might find you equally attractive um or rather, someone that you find attractive. It's not even equally, like, not even reciprocated. So, yeah, you have all these filters for that. But I think that's contributed to the negative aspect of how you view people in general. I think you should be able to, I think you should be looking at people for who they are. Um, and I think part of the in-person, in-person dating or asking people out in person is a different experience because you get to see more of that person than you would if they were just a profile on a dating app. <sighs> okay, so dating app stories from women. I'll go through this pretty quick. So from, from women that I've talked to who, have, who are currently like looking for a relationship, they've, some of them have namely gone on these apps and vocalize that their experiences on there are um are usually with like horny men and so i think the problem that women face when they're when they're trying actively seeking for like a um meaningful relationship with someone else is that they're usually not the can't or like the pool is the male pool that 
they're looking at isn't actually great. They end up having their own individual problems, horniness being like the, the forefront, um, <laughs> forefront problem for most of them when they start asking for like sexual favors um, or like perhaps more intimate um, favors from someone else. And so I think that ends up being a part of the problem when it comes to women. Um, they can't find, they're discouraged by the pool that continues to uh, not respect the boundaries that they have in place. Um, and so I think that's leading to people stepping away from dating apps more often if they're actually looking for a genuine relationship with someone else. Um, for men, at least the average male usually doesn't get that much engagement in general. So they take a look at someone and they swipe on them and they never see him again. And, you know, that's not great for men either. So clearly dating apps are just like a shitter place for, for people with other interests. Like it's great finding friends on them. I found plenty of friends. Um, and you know, they're all some of the greatest people that I could have asked to find post high school. So yeah, that's kind of my dating rant for today. <laughs> um, I don't know if next week we'll have Alon's thing or if we'll have my music thing, but we'll keep that up to date for next week. Um, yeah, that should be about it. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week.